Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This independent podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and iHeartRadio, bringing you honest and unfiltered entertainment and discussion on the Montreal Canadiens and hockey news. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Putney are proud to be one of your trusted sources. If you are talking about it, so are we. Welcome to Habs Unfiltered. This premier independent fan experience podcast is featured on the Hockey Writers and brings you honest and in-depth Montreal Canadiens discussion and entertainment. Your hosts, Matt Smith, Treg Wilson, and Blaine Pudney are proud to be one of your trusted sources for Habs and hockey news. If you are talking about it, so are we. And welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode 146. This is a special game one post-game episode. So, uh, yeah, we decided let's uh, let's meet up after a game and we'll just shoot the breeze for <clears throat> about five, ten minutes about what we saw and what we expect and blah, blah, blah. So um, before the game started, um, I'd just like to point out that Treg decided he was going to show up for this one. So it's just me and Matt. He's got a good reason, though. He's, he does. He, yeah, he got stabbed in the arm with a vaccine. <laughs> so now he's fully vaccinated. Blah, blah. blah. At least he can't. I'll let, him, I'll let him have this one. Let him have oh, this yeah, one. we'll let him have this one. At least he wore pants when he went to get him. That we know of. That we know of. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tina forced him to wear pants. It happens. She probably does that most times. Once in a while. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'd like to point out uh, this morning that uh, Habs Unfiltered has decided to donate $25 for every Montreal Canadiens playoff win to the uh, Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundation, which provides opportunities for disadvantaged youth. So with the Canadiens winning game one against the massive dynastic juggernaut Leafs that's $25 in the bank hopefully one of many $25 donations that we were going to be giving so uh, if anyone is willing to uh, share that post share the link for where to where to um, where to donate I know things have been tough with the pandemic for a lot of people so not asking you to donate if you can't uh, just share the link share share the 
the fact that we're we're doing this because we have been lucky enough to uh, not be affected financially by this pandemic. So we're, with our jobs, we're we're able to afford to do this little bit to help others. So if you can donate, great. If you can't, share it. Just share it. So before we start, I'd like to say one more thing. Um, for our regular listeners on our last show um, with uh, with Brian Mudrick, um, you know, I had my I had a little bit of a, uh, a talk a little bit about kind of my mental health during the uh, during uh, during COVID and um, the effects that it has had on me and you know what I've turned to and I've had a couple people um, throw me uh, direct messages in Twitter and reach out to me and just ask if I'm okay and uh, I really appreciate that. It's uh, it, sh- it shows a lot. And uh, I said, like, you guys have uh, really helped me through this. Uh, the game of hockey's helped me through this. This podcast helped me through this. And uh, seeing some encouraging messages on there just to kind of say, you know, keep your head up. You'll see your family soon. You'll see your uh, see your friends soon. You'll eat some East Coast grub soon, et cetera. Uh, put a smile on my face. So I want to thank everyone that, uh, that reached out to me. Thank you so much. Yeah, so when you get out here, uh, come see me. I got some absolutely. absolutely. I got some lobster. Let's do it. Uh, I have an inside uh, an inside man that gets me the free lobster. I'm I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So my father in law. He perfect. L- loads <laughs> me up. So all right. Um, let's get to the first game. Uh, the uh, The Canadians are the massive underdogs. Yes. Uh, I don't think anybody gave them a chance in hell to win this series let alone some, most of them had them winning maybe a game if that um, if that yeah. if that i believe uh what was nick kiprios's thing i'll be nice and give them one game i didn't know nick kiprios had anything to do with hockey anymore well he's he's got a podcast i didn't even know that that shows just as, just how relevant he is eh, about as relevant as we are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd listen to me. <laughs> well, I listen to you. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Your dulcet tones and velvet voice. Oh yeah, like a yeah. yeah. The Michael Bublé of podcasts. <laughs> now we got to get Michael Bublé in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So yeah. So they they came into this series as complete underdogs. There's no pressure on the Canadians. There was a ton of pressure on, on the Leafs. And I want to get into the game, but right off the top, we need to say all our thoughts and prayers are with John Tavares and his family right now, while as hoping that it's it's a minor thing that he he suffered that injury in uh, in game one. We hope it's minor. We hope he recovers completely and quickly. So you can come back in this series. Never something you want to see. It's no. um, and it, it 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 doesn't matter that it's the that it's the Leafs. It doesn't matter that it's nope. the Habs versus the Leafs. Um, that could have been John Tavares. Could have been Austin Matthews. That could have been anybody on either side, and um, we'd be we'd be saying the same thing. Um, you know, John Tavares is a is a tremendous hockey player. Um, and, and yeah, we wish we wish him all the best. We, you never want to see something like that, and we uh, we hope he returns to health. We do, and from there we'll move on to the rest of the game. Uh, the Canadians were uh, 
they came in with a game plan. They clearly did. They uh, they out hit the Maple Leafs. They finished all their checks. Um, they they made sure that life was not easy for Matthews and Marner's line. Just Deno on them at all times. Every check was finished. Uh, you saw that one play where Matthews goes in and he basically he hits Sherratt between the numbers then gets a little bit of a horse collar, but he is just giggling like a schoolgirl because the referee's right there. So yeah, he, he knows, knows he knows he, knows he can't be touched. He knows he yeah. can't be touched. So I found that to be a bit of a greasy thing, you know, but that's part of the game. That's, you know, you're trying to get under the, uh, the opponent's skin. It's just part of the game, but the Canadians responded. And I think they, they came out with a gutsy win. Yeah. They got dominated in the possession stats. Um, the Leafs controlled the Corsi and led in the uh, expected goals for. However, the Canadians had the higher high danger chance per game. So they, they out, outchanced them and it, it paid off that, that 2 1 win, a close, gutsy win. So um, why don't you, what do you, what do you think? Um, so my thoughts on the game, just uh, just a few key points. Uh, the Canadians looked really dangerous on the rush, and um, we've we've seen we've seen throughout the season when they when they shoot on the rush, when they when they get opportunities on the rush, good things happen. And I remember I don't remember the exact stat off the top of my head, but there was a stat that says if they get this many per game, they have like a ridiculous record. It's in tonight. In tonight, we saw that we saw that um, they were when they were stagnant, especially their power play, which we can get into later on if you want. Um, when they're stagnant, they they weren't doing anything. Um, when they were on the rush, they were creating chances. They were creating second chances, and um, the jersey I'm wearing right now of uh, power horse Josh Anderson, he was, in my opinion, most noticeable player on the ice on both sides, on either side. Um, was on the rush, was physical, was uh, was in the game, and um, you know he was a playoff performer that uh, the Canadians have been looking for for a while. Um, in terms of the style of the game, um, you you mentioned the physicality aspect of it. Canadians out hit the Leafs fifty five to twenty seven in this game. But Sportsnet said they were going toe to toe, and everyone it was it was a battle. They yeah. were they were taking well, hits and giving hits. What the Canadians did, and what I and what I noticed is, um, when they dumped the puck in, they followed the puck, and whoever was on it, and um, I'll give a shout out to Lekkinen for this. He was like a like a like a you know like a like a homing missile every now and then, and like he would come in and he was finishing his checks. Paul Byron was finishing his checks, and he always did. He always does. Um, what I noticed is that the Canadians, if they could play the puck along the boards they were doing so they were trying to more or less um they were neutralizing the speed they were they were, they were neutralizing they were neutralizing but they were what they yeah. were they were they weren't trying to bring up bring it up they were trying to bring up the center of the ice to avoid those kind of hits yet make the leafs go to the outside to throw those hits yeah by keeping the pucks along the boards to the outside they can wind up a little bit and try and pick up their own speed. 
And at the same time, on defensively, it, it forces the Leafs to the outside. Yeah. It slows them down, and it makes it easier to cut them off and th- finish them off with a hit. Yeah. And, and, and we saw that a lot tonight. Yeah. And for all the talks, and you know what, I was I was part of this as well, and I was a little bit surprised uh, how well the, uh, for the most part, the lineup looked. Uh, they went with a veteran uh, veteran lineup, and it paid off. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm still on the record that I did not I do not agree with how they lined it up. But then again, I am not the coach. No, it's Ducharme's job to make the lineup, and he won the game. Granted, it was a 2-1 win, and they kind of gutted that one out. And I know I, we're going to see some changes in the next game. We'll get into that in our next I can, episode. I can, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Yeah, I, um, especially now with Evans, he left the game injured. I'm expecting some changes there. But before he went out hurt, his line with uh, Lekkanen and Byron, you brought up Lekkanen, yeah. they were they were going up against the Matthews line. They were... They were rotated through. Uh, it, it saved some ice for Dendo. It kept him kept him fresher later into the game, and we we saw it. It worked. I mean, Matthews did get seven shots on net, each or eight shots on net. And if you if you're wondering how the shots looked, just go watch Sportsnet. They got every single one on a rotation on a replay, and none of them were really that dangerous. On that line, the only one that was really dangerous was the Marner shot that Price absolutely robbed him on. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, Price, look, Price looked good. And, um, you know, they, they, they kept – they brought it up on Sportsnet a couple times saying, oh, this is a guy that got lit up in the AHL a couple days ago. And it's – yeah. There you go. They got beat by an AHL goalie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> So you did a poll during the game. I did, so yes. Explain um, to us what that is about. So um, once again, this uh, we we wish all the best to John Tavares. Um, this in no way sways that. Okay, I want to make that perfectly clear. Okay, I have I follow over nine thousand people on Twitter, and I have almost thirteen thousand followers myself. So I get and, and I live in Ontario. Remember this. I live in Ontario. I'm from New Brunswick. I'm a Canadians fan. Okay. Again, I'm from Ontario. I live in Ontario. I know your pain. I grew okay. up there. I have a lot of Leafs followers and a lot of Leafs friends. Okay. So this is a poll. I only put it up for an hour and a half, 617 votes. So small sample size, of course. And I said, I'm seeing both sides on Twitter tonight, which I'm sure many of you have as well that are listening. Um, I said, what are your thoughts on the play involving Corey Perry? And John Tavares. Well, clearly to Perry planned the whole thing out from day one. He knew it was coming and he, he preyed on him. Of course. I mean, come on. It's clearly an accident. hundred percent. And um, the final numbers end up being 4.9% said it was 100% intentional. While the other 95.1% said there's no intent to injure and yeah. of course, that's where I'm going to fall as well. And it's not because I'm a Canadians fan. No, it's because it's it was it was a play that was made at high speed, and nobody nobody was going to avoid that. It was it was a it was a freak thing. It's very unfortunate that a player was injured, and that was injured to that extent. 
and you hate seeing that kind of stuff. And, 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 you know, I, I was watching the game and he started getting up and I'm like, he probably shouldn't get up. And when he tilted back and, you know, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, let's get the, let's get the doctors out there right away. Yeah. And we saw that the Canadians medical staff came out and lend to lend a hand and everything like that. And uh, yeah, like, the the four point nine like I you know I know there's a lot of trolls out there and everything and I, there's a lot of there's a, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of accounts out there right now that yeah. are that say things like Leafs fan three two one eight three eight nine eight one and it's just these random troll accounts and yeah with you know three followers what, like, and they're, they're yeah, just exactly. there to they're just exactly. there as burner accounts yeah Corey Perry and John Tavares are friends yeah and Corey Perry is not out no to possibly injure one of his friends or anybody long-term in a play like this no you can you can call perry a dirty player all you want you can, 100 i mean i've done it i yeah. like perry because he's a bit he is greasy but he is not one that would go out of his way to try and end someone's career with some kind of yeah. dirty hit like this so yeah, uh, yeah. and then right afterwards uh, Mike, Mike, Nick Felino. It's Nick Felino. Not Marcus Felino. If Marcus Marcus Felino would have no. fought him, yeah, Barry would <laughs> no, be. Hurting. I was. Perry, I said we Mike. would be. We. I know, but we would be talking if it was if it was Marcus. We'd be talking about. So yeah. who replaces Perry in the next game? Because Marcus is one tough son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I was thinking about his dad because yeah, his yeah. dad wore seventy one with Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Nick stood. You know, he, he called him out for. Uh, yeah. for the play i guess yeah. you know following some kind of code yeah. i guess to me it was an unnecessary fight Same. but if if the outcome of that fight was to calm down the two benches then i'm all for it agree if, agree and it seemed it seemed to kind of work for the most part it did we yeah. saw a couple of little like um we saw simmons give him a little yeah. hook after the play and they cross-checked each other and we saw um, a little bit of beacon back and forth. Bogosian stepped in a couple times. Um, I agree with you. I don't. I didn't think that the fight was uh, was necessary. A lot of people on Twitter, a lot of ex players on Twitter, um, said that it was an unnecessary fight. We saw Shea Weber skate into the fold during this, and they said, you know, you, you can only speculate what he said, yeah. but you can just imagine that it was, you know, are we really going to do this? Yeah. And, and, and and you know what. You know, you know, I'll say good, good on Barry for for answering the call. Yeah. And if he hadn't, he would have been more of a target for the rest of the game for 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 these different players. And he, you know, he might have taken a you know a, a dirty shot as retribution. Yeah. So, I, 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 like I said, I think it's an unnecessary fight, but the fact that. It seemed to calm everything down. I think yeah. at the end of the day, that's what we wanted to see. We didn't I'm want sorry. to see retribution. Yeah. And and they went back to hockey. It, it took a little bit of time. I'd say about four or five minutes. And then the game was back on. So yeah. the uh, back to the, the actual hockey. I mean, we're, we'll talk about uh, special teams and whatnot in our next episode. Yeah. Clearly, they need work. Yeah, the hundred, yeah, 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 and, and it's and it's those penalties as well that uh, are gimmies. 
the 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 puck over the puck over the uh, puck over the glass. Those are the ones where you want to strike. We brought it up on the last show. These are the ones that I said I don't want the Canadians to take. You know, Leafs all day can um, can take them all they want, but you got to do you got to do you got to do something with them. Yeah, but they did they did well on the penalty kill. They certainly did. They certainly did the game winning goal. Yeah, that that play by Byron. That's the Byron of old. Yeah, he. You know, uh, Lekkinen won the the puck battle along the boards in the zone, cleared the zone, up the ice along the boards as we no, mentioned earlier. Armia. That was Armia. It was Armia. Yeah, it was Armia. The one. I okay. Got yeah. Well, it yeah. went up along the boards. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier in the show, yeah. as yeah. part of the game plan, Byron, being Byron, picked up yeah. the speed and ran off. Yeah. Um. And then he battled through Sandine, basically tackling him, mm-hmm. and roofed it just absolute freaking roof with one hand uh, it was a yeah, beautiful that's goal your, that's your new 1v1 champion right there it yeah yeah 100%. if he were a maple leaf it sure would be oh that'd be going to the rafters <laughs> yeah. they'd have a statue outside for it yeah <laughs> so yeah good but, and good and good on a veteran player another veteran that was in the right. lineup good on him for scoring that game winning goal huge huge goal and in uh, a big win for the Canadians tonight, and uh, it did seem that they seem they they looked a li- a lot more energetic yes. as well. That yes. rest paid off, so now they get a day off, yeah. and they come back at it again. Uh, so basically, taking this first game, they they steal home ice advantage back, yeah. and at the very least, they get a split in Toronto, and the pressure is even has has risen in toronto they were the they were the favorites and they had to win crowd no crowd fake crowd noise is gonna be just through the roof for the next game oh yeah the fake crowd noise will be booze it'll be booze um but yeah no the um so yeah the pressure's on them now yeah uh yeah there's there's about 20 minutes of a post-game show yeah so three stars you're giving three stars. Who are you giving your three stars to in this game? So my third star, I would give to, I give it to Lekkinen. I think he, uh, I think he played a hard nosed game. He went to the net. He was physical. Um, nothing fancy. He defended. Um, he, he, he played the physical game. He played playoff hockey, which is what you want to see. Second star, wearing his jersey, power horse Josh Anderson. He was the most. Um, he was the most, um, he was, he was, he was the, he was the best player on the ice for both teams. He was, he was in the rush. He was shooting. He was hitting. He was, he was everywhere. He was a playoff performer and number one for me, got to go with Byron's for scoring the shorthanded goal. Uh, the effort that he showed nice veteran guy, he's got an A on his uh, Jersey for a reason. And, uh, yeah, those are my three stars and, uh, well-deserved for all three of them and, and yourself those are and good yourself. Tips. Yourself. For me, um, for the third star, I would probably, uh, it's so hard to say, but I, I'll give that third star to, uh, oof, shoot, it's tough to say. I'm going to have to go with Lekkonen, just like you. Um, he was he was everywhere. He did everything he had to do, all those little things that he had to do, finished out all of his checks, went to the net. You saw him just pissing people off in front of that so yeah i'll give him the third star he uh he was very effective uh my second star 
I'm going to agree with you. It was Josh Anderson. He, I mean, he played great for a guy who only scored one goal last year and was supposed right. to be a complete, you know, unknown. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you look at Leafs Twitter and it was just constant. Eh, Anderson sucks. Low Spets has outscored him. Yeah. yeah. Well, sorry to say Anderson's leading the way in the playoffs. <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good. He, he was finishing, he finished his hits. He showed a ton of speed. He scored a goal. He had a couple of good chances. He was, he was in their kitchen. He was pissing them off. And that's what you want to see. That's right. And uh, my first star, I'm going to give to Carey Price. Carey Price was the Carey Price of old in that game. He was solid. He was not rattled. He was not phased. Um, The Nylander goal, I mean, it it was a good goal. It's a good goal. not much you can do on that. Didn't have a chance. Nope. So he was tracking the puck well. He He was gobbling up all the rebounds. He was controlling the puck in uh, as it as it rimmed around the boards. He was helping with the uh, zone clearances. So I'm going to give him the first star. Not not arguing with that at all. He, yep. he, he did he did he he looked good. So that is our real quick post game episode. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, if you use our code. We have a uh, we have a couple of little discounts to give you. We have the code unfiltered twenty. If you go to builtbar.com and use promo code unfiltered twenty, you can save yourself ten percent on your purchase. If you go to East Coast Lifestyle, as Matt is wearing, you use the code unfiltered twenty. You can save right now, this weekend, and this weekend only. If you use promo code unfiltered twenty, you can save thirty percent on your purchase at East Coast Lifestyle. So that's Unfiltered 20 for both Built Bar to get 10% and East Coast Lifestyle to get 30% off. These are little gifts that we give to you, our listeners, because we love you guys so much and they pay us a little bit of money. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, remember the uh, Unfiltered 20, um, $25 for every win to the Canadians Children's Foundation. And again, thank you for listening. Uh, And remember, if you were talking about it, so are we. Are you in the market for quality sticks and equipment you can afford? There is a no-frills, no-nonsense company that wants to provide that to you. No Name Hockey. No Name Hockey is a small Canadian company started by former pro player Jason Goulet. When he retired, he searched for sticks that felt like when he was a pro but could never find the right one or one that was reasonably priced. So he decided to start No Name Hockey. Now No Name offers high quality, customized sticks at a fair price. They won't try to wow you with a fancy name. They will focus on providing you a pro stock quality stick that you can afford. The cost of sticks has gone through the roof due to sponsorships and licensing fees. No Name Hockey makes sticks for the no-names and players currently making a name.
do did will the story of people podcast is now available on the crier media network the first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories ready tara sloan from the san jose sharks undercurrent podcast nbc sports Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.